Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast. We are two millennial farm wives raising lots of littles, figuring out how to run ag businesses with our husbands, learning, loving, and living life day by day in America's heartland. If you landed here, you can expect uplifting positive real talk about being a farm wife, mom, and being a woman in agriculture, conquering all God gives us. We are so excited you're traveling on this back road with us. Welcome back to the Midwest Farm Wives podcast, episode 54, the one where mom guilt is real. So real. How do you like that title? (laughs) That was good for winging it. (laughs) We're back. We're here. We're happy. Yes, we we hope you enjoyed our two episodes. That was nice to have one extra. Yeah, look at us being ahead of the game. Wow. Don't feel so pressured. Don't get used to it, people. (laughs) right don't get used to it kylie and whitney because let's be real you are not planners no how are you i'm good i'm good we are here we are september already and that's bizarre Rhett started school last week you guys started school right yep kind of feels like we've been going for a while we've already gotten sick from school um just had colds like a 12 a 24 hour virus that they, the kids have felt bad. And then they've just had runny noses for the last couple of days, but still like four days in. Not a hundred percent. That ain't fun. No, but it's okay. Rhett absolutely loves school. He loves his teacher. I'm very happy that he gets to go to school and like, enjoy it. Um, so we're, we're really doing well with that. Rowan is almost crawling and Reese is enjoying her independent time. She's always an independent player. She's like the easiest kid. That's how my two bigs were. And then Rowdy's like, now that they're at school, it's like, holy buckets. <laughs> Go do something by yourself. Oh yeah. So our big kids started school and I'm so thankful as well because I had a mom message me and she's like, oh, they don't have to wear masks on the bus. I'm like, no, they don't have to wear masks at all. So I'm very thankful that we're normal, but Rowdy is a terror. I've been like Snapchatting my mom every day. He's like really into climbing. And so every time I turn around, he's on the counter and then he's on my desk and then he's jumping off the couch onto the coffee table. (laughs) I'm like, okay, man, (laughs) need to settle. But yeah, everybody's doing good. We've stayed away from sickness. You know, hot and heavy and corn silage and I am lonely. (laughs) Well, I'll just drive to you nine hours. That's no big deal. I'll make it work. Yeah. Okay, surprise me. <laughs> um, the back to the bus mask thing. We obviously are not, this is not a platform for us to like debate masks or anything like that, but we have to wear masks on our buses here. But not in I school. don't get it, but not in school. So I will just put that out there. Seems quite redundant, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But it is what it is, and I'm not gonna buck the system in that regard. Like Brett doesn't ride the bus, that's irrelevant to me, but better than having to wear them in school, I suppose. So. Right. But very odd, odd, very odd. That's almost like when they did sports last year and had to wear masks on the bench, but could take them off to go play. Well, it's also like in Illinois, the all schools have to have masks. The governor like mandated even private schools because they get some small, small state funding of some sort, I think. Right. And um, which I also think is bizarre. Like if I was anyways, that's blah, 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 does not get off on tangent, but 
Like I went over to Quincy, which is in Illinois, and I was able to walk in and out of stores. It wasn't mandated, I don't think. Or if it was, they weren't enforcing it. I don't really know. I'm sure people, I walked in and they said, she's from Missouri. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm like, that doesn't make sense, right? If the kids are hiding masks and then you don't have to have it everywhere else. I just don't, I don't know, right? It's, it's, it yeah. is totally not about mom guilt. I am not guilty over my feelings for masks. No, no, me neither. But that is what we're here to talk about today. Yes. Whitney and I have been on a mom guilt train. We've been riding the same train. We have been having some struggles and I think everyone goes through this and I don't think that it matters what time of your life that you're in, like whether you're a working mom, whether you stay at home with your kids, whether you are pursuing um, education, like a degree to better yourself, whether you're going to get a pedicure, there's always this little tinge of mom guilt that dads don't feel. And I'm hostile about it. I agree. And I think it's because here's my view. You said pedicure. I'd, or I didn't have to. I, I, wanted, I, I wanted to go get a pedicure with my sister-in-law a couple weeks ago, but the but you have to find childcare. And, and in our, I'm not gonna say profession, our business, Bart isn't always in a situation where a kid can go with him safely. And I say safely because there is a lot of times our kids are with us, but like I'm there as well. So if he's spraying or like in the chopper right now, he has to pay a lot of attention to everything. And so the dads just can't always help and take the kid, right? That's just a part of life. And so then the mom has to reach out and find help somewhere else. And then you feel guilty that you're asking someone else to take time out of their day to help you with that. (laughs) I think part of that has to particularly the reason that we have as hard of a time with it is our personalities and our Enneagram, which have been completely absorbing nerd like tendencies over the Enneagram recently, because I think I can be a better person understanding how I function better. And even for example, control and asking for help. I know I struggle asking for help because I internally feel like I should be able to handle it myself. I should be able to do everything for everybody and still then have some time for myself. And that's just not realistic. Right. And so I have to really prioritize, but yes, especially things that are just for me, like a pedicure or getting my hair done or doing something that genuinely makes me like relax for five minutes and take a deep breath. I always have a hard time saying, would you please help? Because I know that I'm actually going to need help when it's work-related or right. Uh, I have a doctor's appointment that I have to go to when you actually quote unquote need it. Yes. And I won't feel, I don't feel as bad asking for those appointments because I restrict myself from asking for, I'm going to go get coffee with a friend. Like I have not done that without kids ever, (laughs) probably not ever, but (laughs) Or just like you and I, you know, we're very outgoing people. And I know you went to Farm Progress yesterday. I went to Farmer U a couple weeks ago and I had to ask for help because like I said, like Bart was getting up at four to go spray. Like he can't keep our kids overnight. And so God bless my sister-in-law. She's helped me a ton. We just help each other. We're kind of on this track. Like we just trade back and forth. And so that works for us, but it still doesn't make it any easier. I did not want to have to ask her for help. And I don't, I'm. I don't like to ask for anything either. I'm the same. And I don't 
think that it's fair that we're even putting this particular two instances on the same playing level as something for yourself. Yes. Going to farmer you and farm progress was for ourselves in a way, but it wasn't like we planned it and didn't have any responsibilities while there. Like you were on a panel, I was emceeing an event and yeah, sure. We did get to go and like hang out and visit and meet people and talk, which is part of our, like you said, personality. We love to meet and talk, but I'm not going to go stay overnight and just lay in my hotel bed. And no, I mean, like that, you know, that is what is, no. I, I would love that. And I'm trying to learn how to recharge. I've been talking a lot with Taryn, Faith, Family and Beef uh, from, she's from Nebraska. They have an Enneagram podcast, highly recommend it. Allie Kelly was just on and she is an eight. And so I listened to her talk about how she recharges. And I'm thinking maybe I need to do some of those things. And she was saying for eights, they need to go be alone. And I'm I'm like, that's me because I just don't ever get that. And I think that's why I'm so strung out and stressed out all the time, which then leads into mom guilt. It's like, that is just my personality. And then on top of that, I'm guilty for leaving. Right. No, I'm the same way because I also wanted to stay later that day to listen to Rob Sharkey's talk, but it was, it was again, the guilt, like, okay, she's already had my kids since yesterday morning. I need to get back at this time so that I have them for bedtime, supper time, all these things. And it's like, God, your mind just never stops as a mom. No, same thing. I could have, uh, I had a hotel room paid for last night over there. One, I would have been torn up for sure. Leaving Rowan overnight. I have a couple of overnight trips coming up in the next couple of weeks. And so there's, you know, only so much that I think I can handle right now with him being only eight months old, but it wouldn't have mattered. Like I could have spent the night over there for free. My husband probably would have, if it had been him in that situation and he wouldn't have thought twice and it's not his fault. He's not wired to feel that guilt or that connection or that responsibility. I know I'm the same way. Or like I get, I get envious of Bart sometimes when he'll be like, and I'm not, I'm not mad at him. Sometimes I am pissy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to stop by so-and-so's house and have a beer before I come home. And it's like, huh, that sounds nice. (laughs) And it's not that you're mad at him for that. It's because you're, you're envious that you can't do the same thing. I feel the exact same way without dragging three kids along. I just got on Instagram this morning and I was like having a Ted talk with myself, but like, I'm so, I'm such a person that doesn't like to ask for help. So when Rowdy had his accident, you know, full well, like I prayed and prayed and prayed. And I even told God, like, I'll do all these things. I won't ask for rain anymore. Like pretty big things that I said. And so ever since then, I'm like, I cannot ask for anything. Like he gave me the one thing that I prayed so hard for. And so lately I've just been struggling with like mom guilt, some like sadness because of our dog and like just all these things. And finally today I'm like, I can't handle it all. I need to tell you everything that's wrong. God, like here it is. I do right. need you to step in and show me some light somewhere. But even like that, like, I didn't think I could tell God because I don't like to ask for help or I, I don't right. want sympathy is kind of how it is too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I completely agree. I feel like I am always supposed to be strong for everybody all the time. And then I just, I just kind of shut off when I get to that really stress level 
of Me being too. overwhelmed and I just shut down and and or for like a while isolate. like if I don't yep. talk to you for a while that's probably what's happening or like my sister-in-law will notice like are you okay and it's like actually and then I just vent and dump it but it's like I don't know why I do that to myself but I'm I'm the exact same like it's easier for me to isolate and stay home with the kids like when Bart's busy rather than try to get them all ready be back in time for bedtime supper time you know like school routine stuff it's just easier to like stay at home alone I do think that you're bringing up a really good point that you have to find somebody to vent to. And a lot of times that probably isn't even our husband because they're not going to understand. They're just not, you know, their stress is different than our stress. Like Bart and I talk about this a lot, like the things that he stresses about on our farm or like that he sees as problems, you know, like I'm the optimist, I'm the positive person. Like I don't, we just don't see things in the same way or stress the same way. And so it's hard. Like, I don't want to add more stress to him by, if that makes sense. I don't want to vent yep. like all my ish when I know that like a woman would probably understand it better. Well, that's what I'm saying. You need to find someone, find that quote unquote village or that person, at least you and I are that person for each other. I can call you, I can FaceTime you and I'll be having a real crappy day. And maybe I've shut out everybody in the house, including my kids, like been snappy, short fused. Mm-hmm. And I can get on there and just be like, this is making me mad. I'm so mad about this. I've had a really hard time with this and I'm usually drinking a beer or a truly. And by the end of the conversation, I just feel better because I've rationalized my irrational behavior mm-hmm. out loud. Right. You. I, and you don't even say anything, right? You're not like, yeah, he was, was totally being a jerk or whatever. You don't even say stuff no, like that. You're I'm like, just, yeah, I totally get it. You know? And, and just saying it out loud sometimes makes it, it out of your head. Yeah. Like getting that crap out of your body, like letting it out makes you feel so much better. Yeah. So I guess let's, let's really focus on mom guilt. I think a lot of, a lot of things happen for self-care. Self-care is helping take care of yourself, which <laughs> that's real smart. Self-care is taking care of yourself. What an original definition. <laughs> um, but it can't just be that, right? Because I'm guilty about having self-care. Me too. But for me, it's not, it's not like washing your hair, getting your hair done, you know, like that doesn't do it for me. I love getting my hair done. Well, so do I, but But I only do it once every two months. So it's not like a feelers. Like I truly think a good vent session is the best thing for me. My best self-care. Yeah. I I mean, I agree. I don't, (laughs) I'll take a lot of things. Jordan, I need help. I would like to do this, 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 this. No. Um, so I, we're, I'm, we're kind of like sourcing some stuff online, trying to figure out exactly how we would help to combat mom guilt, but we're still so far in mom guilt most days that we don't know that we have the right counseling answers for everyone. We are not. Right. And also it never gets better no matter how old your kids get, because I kind of thought when my kids were toddlers, oh, this will get so much better when they get bigger. I think it gets worse because your kids get like, like Bodie is our very, very emotional boy. And his emotions have just like gotten bigger and bigger. And he has gotten harder for me as far as mom guilt. So uh, ladies, until Rhett, Rhett came home from school. My parents were here last night and while I was at farm progress and mom texts me and I had asked how Rhett's day was. And she said, good. He told me when he got home that I wasn't paying enough attention to him, meaning my mom. And I'm like, oh, please dramatic. Like that my mother who adores all three children and literally 
was doesn't probably take any time. all the attention. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take any time for herself when she's around them. And Rhett thought, Rhett said that they, what, whatever. Okay, dramatic. <laughs> um, okay. okay, give yourself permission to take a break. That's a big one. I also being an Enneagram 8, a self-proclaimed one, uh, am the highest like energy level. And it speaks so true to me. I'm going to go full force at whatever I'm doing. And I do not sit down. Yeah. My house is never clean, so it doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like I'm always moving, but I am. My brain is always jumping to the next thing that needs to be done. So right now we're podcasting and I'm also thinking about the two what you're going to wear for family pictures, <laughs> what I'm going to get. Yeah, yeah. How am I going to operate the rest of the day to make us get to our family pictures on time? Like that is how my brain functions. What are we having for supper? Should I pre cut the sweet potatoes? <laughs> So this is funny because Kylie and I talked about Enneagrams earlier in the week. Well, maybe that was just yesterday. I don't remember. No, was but, so at Cultivating Courage, we're going to do Enneagram tests. And it's something like this because I do think understanding your Enneagram helps you, like what you said earlier, help, it'll help you understand yourself and how you can handle situations better. So I'm excited to do that. And I, I'm yeah. still confused on mine. I'm going to message Taryn, I think. Show Taryn is the best. So Taryn and Cass have this podcast called the type it out podcast. And it is, I think going to be rural farm ranchy focused because they're both in agriculture. So they've only got three episodes out and the first one's an intro. The second one's kind of debunking the whole Enneagram. And then they're going to go by, uh, by number and interview people who are that number and how they have these great questions, but she recommended a book to me, which I'm currently listening to on audible. And it is the road back to you. And it has some faith based and it talks about to be a good child of God. You need to understand and know yourself as like first, not first, but coinciding those two things. So the road back to you, if you want a eight hour book that you can listen to. Oh my gosh. I have four audible credits. So I need to look that up. It, it, yeah. She's, she said she recommends it so much. Taryn does that it auto fills in her like text her insta when she says it like she types in the and the road back to you auto autofills so i am a few hours in and i'm I'm, i like it so far Hmm, good i'll have to look that up yeah so i looked up some affirmations for mom guilt i'm gonna read them to you um number one i matter number two i am worthy of good things three i am strong four i am loved five i love myself Six, I am a good mom already because I love my kids. I love that one. We far too often forget that. Seven, there are a million ways to be a good mom. I am making decisions for the best interests of my family. Eight, it's not my job to be perfect, but to show my kids grace and forgiveness. Nine, I forgive myself for failures and offer myself grace. And 10, God has called me to motherhood. Through him, I can do all things. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, that was good man, it's hard. Being a mom is hard. I saw a, a, a reel today and it was a, a old man, older man, not old, saw a mom with four kids. And he's like, you're doing a good job. You are the psychologist, the chef, you're the maid. Like he named all these things that a mom is. And it's like, holy crap, we are a lot of things. Yeah. For a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, we and are that for our husbands. We are that for our um, kids, each kid individually has their own needs. Different needs. And, yeah. 
I told my sister-in-law the other day, I said, sometimes it's really exhausting to be everybody's support system. Like the weight Mm -hmm. is very heavy sometimes. So if you've been feeling that, don't worry, you're not alone. No, I think all moms feel that. Yeah. And that's kind of like that, that glass you keep filling it or you keep filling everyone else's glasses a little by little, you know, you're telling your kids, you love them. You're fixing meals for them. You're laying out their outfits for tomorrow. You're clipping their toenails and cleaning out their earwax. You're bathing them. You're wiping their butt. Remember to do that on the (laughs) bathing. How long ago did Rowan have a bath? Okay. Um, you're doing all of these things and then you're, you're, you're maybe getting your own meal and you're running parts for your husband or you're writing bills. And I mean, I could go on and on and on. Yeah. And your cup is run emptily dry, emptily dry. That's not even a word emptily, but it's empty. <laughs> it's completely dry, bone dry. And you then still have to function as an independent right. person. As an individual, you still have to do life and do all those things still. <laughs> And yeah. And then you got to wake up the next day and do it again and again and again and again. And that's where I get run down and run out because I absolutely feel the need to be everybody's every buddy, everything. Yeah. That's, that was me this morning. I was like, God, I need you to just give me a break. Okay. Cause I'm tired. So this, I mean, we haven't seen Bart like drop off lunch. That's it. And the big kids haven't seen him all week. And so this morning I'm like, I guess I'm gonna have to like get up at four 30 when you get up if we're going to ever see each other and he was getting to leave. And so we always say eight second hugs. You give an eight second hug to your kid. It means like, it makes you like connect or whatever. We heard it sometime. And so he like set his coffee down and he just gave me a hug. And I was like, you don't know how bad I needed that. That just made my day better. Was it eight seconds? Yes. (laughs) He's like, okay, Whitney, here's your self-care. One, two, three, four. (laughs) I need to be going seven. (laughs) Okay. Here, this is, I found this on Pinterest. And so this is how to let go of guilt. And it is the letters. It's an, is it acronym the right word? Like G U I L T it would, it stands for things. So anyways, G give yourself a break. Know that self-care is not selfish. It's necessary to give the best of yourself back to others. You understand why you are feeling guilty. What is limiting? What limiting beliefs are you holding on to? I initiate conversation. Don't assume what someone else is thinking about you or how someone else feels. Find out. L, learn to forgive yourself. You are not perfect. You are doing the best you can with what you know. This is my favorite one. Take should out of your vocabulary. Using should means you are giving your power to someone else. Oh yeah. Like you thinking, what should we wear tonight? You're giving. Oh, I know what we're wearing tonight. I already got all that laid out. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's, it's hard, but I think it, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. When you vent it out, when you let somebody else know, Oh, Rowdy's here with us now. Yeah. I can hear Rowan fussing in the other room, but yeah, when you, when you get it out, when you realize that you're not by yourself and that, can you say hi? (laughs) And you know that tomorrow's a new day. And if you don't have anybody to vent to, message one of us if you need to get it off your chest. Cause I know how right. it feels to get it off. And I, I know there's going to be people who listen to this episode and say, damn, that is like, I'm in that with you guys. We are right there with you. We are not invincible. We are not superheroes. Well, we all are superheroes as mothers. So tighten that Cape sister, but For real, we're in there. I mean, we, right now I'm, I'm probably later going to be thinking to myself, 
I probably should go pick up my fussing child while I was recording the podcast. You know, or like Rowdy's throwing a fit because I'm not playing tractors. <laughs> no. You can't find cookies. Okay. Do you have a quote? I'm like trying to find one if you don't have one. I'm trying to find one too, but my phone's not working. <laughs> Some days we're just not prepared, people. Okay, here. This is this is a good quote to end it on. And we will let you all go and hang out with your kids and ha- just have the best day. So there is no way to be a perfect mother, but a million ways to be a good one. Oh, that's good. Jill Churchill. Sorry, that's who said that quote. Definitely not good enough. I said emptily earlier, so probably not me thinking of that one. I believed it. it sounded good to me. I hear Ro. Can you hear him? Yeah. Okay. I gotta go. We, we've hit level. We've hit the level that I can't ignore now. Yeah. Okay. Everyone have a great day and know that you're doing good. Later. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. We would love to reach more women in ag. If you would like, please share our podcast with your friends and let us know what you think. You can also find us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at the grateful farmwife be sure to follow or subscribe to the midwest farmwives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app we'll see you next time and remember every day may not be good but there is some good in every day stay grateful friends